Merkel Media. You think that I'm running in place? Y'all really testing my patience. Right before I blow up the spot, I had to get back to the basics. What if my talent is wasted? You see what I'm lacking to place me? Since I rap in the basement But my come up is legend, is greatness I don't care now, it's pedal to the metal I can never quit now, I will never settle Puppet to the game, I'm pulling strings like to pedal We in the same game, but I'm on a different level I passed it, gotta keep grinding till I'm laid up in the casket No fake round, but you feeling too plastic Yeah, y'all feeling too plastic They say my style crazy, but then it's straight jacket Whoa. Why you still testing my patience? Trying to turn me into something I ain't trying to be All the haters in heavy rotation You gon' lose yourself, quit testing me Don't make me lose my mind Don't make me lose my mind Don't make me lose my mind Cause I'm looking like Wesley, test me Don't make me lose my mind Don't make me lose my mind There's a couple of things that I feel like Doc Rivers did to try to lose this game. But Joel Embiid got back to MVP form pretty quickly. He started the game, like I said, one for six. And he scored the 76ers' last 11 points to carry them to victory. The two ways that I feel like Doc Rivers tried to lose this game. And look, I don't like to do this after every game. I don't. Do I feel like Doc Rivers deserves some credit for this team playing like this without their stars? Yes, I do. I think Doc is a is is a players kind of guy. Players like him. Players that he gives minutes to likes him. I think his in-game decisions are are always terrible for the most part. I I never like question whether Doc Rivers is a team guy or a team motivator or whatever else. I just think he's very bad at rotations. And I think he just always plays the older player over the younger player. And I looked at the, the 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 Atlanta Hawks roster before this game, and I looked at the average age on that roster, and there's two players that play big minutes for the Atlanta Hawks and contribute well, and they are 19 years old and 21 years old. I just, you wouldn't see Doc Rivers do that. Anyway, here's what happened. And I thought the Sixers were going to lose this game because of that decision, and they won the game because of Joel Embiid. The Sixers were down 16 points in the second quarter. Uh, Matisse Thibel then came in the game. Trey Young then started giving up the ball well outside the three-point line because he can't do anything with Matisse Thibel on him. This is why Matisse Thibel is so valuable. If you can at least get a decent something from him on the offensive side of the ball, his defense is so Good. His perimeter defense is so good. He impacts the game so well. He makes a ball handler like Trey Young, like DeJounte Murray's jobs so difficult, he completely changes the energy of the game. Doc put him in. We were down 16 points. We immediately went on a 6-0 run, finished the half on a 15-4 run, and we're down by four points at halftime off the top of my head. If I'm off by a point or two, forgive me. And then I tweeted and I, I said, prediction, going, going into the fourth quarter, because Matisse played a lot, the end of the third also, into the fourth, was still making plays, uh, 
you know, had a left-handed drive, left-handed finger roll finish in the lane, and I almost, I almost passed out because I couldn't believe he added that to his game or even pulled that off. Uh, just last year, you would never want Matisse Thibault to be dribbling a basketball. But anyway, I, I tweeted and I said, prediction. Matisse is going to come out right when Trey Young comes in, and we're going to lose this game. Doc pulled Matisse out. Trey Young came back in the game, and I thought, here we go. And Trey started getting in the lane in the lane at will. I think DeAnthony Melton's a good defender, but he still gets in the lane at will around pick and rolls. And it just seems like Matisse Thibel can definitely defend that on the perimeter a lot better. Shake Milton, Trey Young can just blow right by 24-7. So he started getting in the lane at will again, started throwing alley-oops, started hitting floaters, and I said, here we go. My prediction's going to stand. But Joel Embiid said, nah, I got this. Which, by the way, they then made a substitution and, and George Nian came in the game, which I just think Doc needs to focus a little more on defense sometimes. That's all I'm saying, sometimes. We played the Atlanta Hawks a couple of weeks ago, two times in three days. The first game, we got smacked by them. Matisse Thibel had eight minutes. The second game, we won by 19. Matisse Thibel had 30, 29 minutes. That's all I'm saying. I didn't like I didn't like the Trey Young Matisse Thibel not having him out there when Trey was out there. And I thought that we were going to lose this game because of that. Joel Embiid saved the game. Joel Embiid came in, what, with uh four minutes left in the five minutes left in the game, scored eight straight points, uh, drop step on Capella. Uh, then he guards Trey Young the next possession. When I said Trey was getting in the lane at will. Joel steps up, and Joel is getting very good at this pick-and-roll defense. I still think he drops a little too far, but I think he's getting very good at baiting the guy with the ball, and he did that on the very last play also that I'm going to talk about. I think he's getting very good at baiting the guy with the ball. I think he's getting very good at following the center rolling, not stepping up too far so Trey can easily throw a no-look alley-oop because he's one of the best in the, in the world at, at dropping dimes like that. You step up just too far, he's going to throw that thing to Clint Capello, John Collins, you know the drill. I think Joel's getting very good at playing that middle ground in the pick-and-roll defense. And I saw a couple possessions where Trey didn't exactly know what to do because Joel was kind of balancing that line of dropping back on the center or stepping up on the ball. Then we're down one. Uh, that 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 play that I'm talking about that he defended Trey in the pick and roll, it, he ended up giving it to Collins with the shot clock running down, and he didn't know what to do with it because it's John Collins, and the, and they he he passed it at somebody's feet with the shot clock running down, shot clock violation. So Joel forced that turnover, came down the floor, down one, got the ball one on one on Capella again, and I said, this is but this is money. He's not missing this. Joel Embiid, when he's feeling it like that and he gets you within one point and you kind of feel and know that the only reason you're within one point is because of Joel Embiid, he's not missing that shot. And he hits the jumper and put the Sixers up by one. The Hawks come back down the floor. Trey has the ball. Game on the line. Tries to sneak an alley-oop to Capella or Collins. I can't remember who's back there. But tries to sneak one past the guy who just got the Sixers in this position. 
who just dominated the game offensively and defensively for the entire second half of the fourth quarter. Trey tries to sneak an alley-oop past him, and guess who? Joel Embiid tips the pass, intercepts it, gets the ball, gets fouled, goes to the free throw line, scores the last 11 points for the Sixers. And my camera died. An error-prevented shooting. That's a new one. Uh, Here we go. Hopefully this fixes it. An error-prevented shooting. Mind telling me what error that was? Eastwood comes back on Rusty, just like Joel and B. Listen, I'm going to start out Rusty like Joel did. Hopefully I get my game together right around the fourth quarter like Joel did. Uh, yeah, so there you have it. That's how Joel and B won the game for the 76ers, man. That's how he won the game for Quit testing me. Don't make me lose my mind. Don't make me lose my mind. Test me, test me, test me, test me.